Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Today, we're going to be talking about something that has become really in focus. And what that is, is, hey, you're spending a lot of time alone with this new reality. What are you intentionally doing? What are you intentionally thinking? What are you doing that you now realize you were doing by default and you want to do differently? And what caused that? And what's going on with your relationship? So I'm here today with Diane Forster. She is the author of I Have Today and the I Have Today podcast. And we're going to talk all about those very important things. Stay tuned. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or coworker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. So glad you're here. If you just found us, I'm delighted that you did. And if you're returning, I'm so glad you found value before and wanted to come back. So many things here for you to help you understand, recognize, realize the impact of toxic relationships on your life. And once you do that, go in a direction that is going to be so much more helpful and enjoyable for the rest of your life. So my guest today is Diane Forrester of I Have Today. Welcome to the show, Diane. Hi, Roberta. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm excited about it too. We've been talking about this for a while and it's important for us to realize that not only have we got some perhaps default programs that we've been running on and that when we have this kind of new reality where we're at home a little more or going out a little less or whichever cup half full or half empty you want to talk about it from, um, maybe gives us an opportunity to think about these things. So I want everyone to know a little more about Diane. She's an award-winning inventor, a best-selling author, a TEDx speaker, a TV host, a podcaster, an international, an intentional, sorry, I'm sure international as well, intentional living expert and a reinvention specialist. That's a whole lot of hats. You must have a very strong (laughs) neck. She helps everyone clear away negative mindset blocks and limiting beliefs that can get in the way of our happiness or our even our clear thinking. And we need to be thinking about those things these days because there's a lot of newness in our world, isn't there? There absolutely is. And um, this is unprecedented times. And no one is immune to what's happening right now. And there's so many layers. I keep talking about like the layers upon layers upon layers of changes that are happening to, to everyone, you know, on an emotional level, on a, you know, spiritual level, on a physical level, on a financial level. And, and uh, it, it goes it goes very, very deep. And there's so many things in question right now. And a lot of people are having a huge amount of struggle with the lack of certainty. You know, they're very uncertain right now. We're in uncertain times with, with no 
um, end date in sight. We have projected end dates, but we really don't know. Those what. projected ones keep moving too. <laughs> they they do. It's kind of like waiting online at uh, it's a small world at, at Disneyland. You know, you think you've got you waited online for a long time, and then you turn the corner, and oh my god, there's another hour wait. You know, it's sort of that feeling of like, oh, we I thought we were almost there, and then and then something else happens, which which is really emotionally debilitating to a lot of people that feel in that way. Mm-hmm. It is. And even if it's not debilitating, it's unsettling. As you were saying, I think the word that you used earlier, uncertainty, is a really good one because we kind of, most of us, like to have a few things in our life nailed down. Like right. this, is, this is available to me. This can happen at that time. This is my store. That's my restaurant. That's my dentist. I can go there whenever I want. And that whole reliance that we have on the systems that we've created is now kind of up in the air. <laughs> Yes, very much so. So what do you think is the antidote? What do you think is the first thing we have to tell ourselves to stay in that newness, to stay in that possibility, as opposed to the ain't it awful and the world is a terrible place in our heads? Well, um, a few things. One of the things I've said to my daughter and to many people is, a year from now, this won't matter. So that sounds that sounds like it's so far away, but when you look back on this down the road, you're gonna see, oh, I, I was fine, I did survive, you know, we pivoted, we, mm-hmm. we were innovative, we changed the way we thought, we changed the way we lived, we changed the way we managed our time, the way we scheduled our time. And so, Roberta, while there is a lot, of course, there's so much. And you think about it from, from little, little children all the way to the elderly, there's so many um, challenges going on. They don't, there's confusion. They don't understand what's happening. And so when I say that from a Broadway, it's not brushing it off like, oh, you know, a year from now, this won't matter. It's not that way at all. It's just... You've survived so many things in your life. You've been through so many things. We will get through this. We will, and we will create whatever that new quote-unquote normal is for us. And what I've noticed personally is I am a a glass half-full person, so I'm looking at the gifts. So that's what I'm going to ask the the audience to think about. Look at for the gifts in all of this. So while you might be saying, well, now I have to cook three meals a day, you know, I wasn't used to doing that before and having everyone underfoot in in the house and, you know, what a blessing that is that you get to do that. And, um, or the expenses that go along with doing all the cooking and the, and the cleaning and, and handling all of that. But then think about all the money that you're saving because you're not spending a lot of money on gas and parking and, you know, going out to eat. And it's all your perspective and the way you look at this. So the overarching theme is this is really happening for us, even though we don't think of it that way. It is to protect us. It is for our benefit and it, you know, it is for the, you know, the greater good, 
and what's my role in that and how can I um, take these this today everything I do is about the present moment this day how can I live this day as fulfilling as and intentional as I can finding the gifts and being in gratitude for them so right they're good they're good points and I can hear the little bubbles over people's heads as they hear that and they think, oh yeah, there that goes again. Uh, They have no idea about my reality. They have no idea about my debt load, that I don't have an income now, that I don't live near anybody who can help me. And so we need to have a conversation about making small shifts so that if we are stuck in that I'm not feeling very good about myself in this world and I'm, I'm feeling insecure and unstable. How do I take small steps to go to make that flip, that reframe, as we call it in psychology, that says, okay, this feels awful and there are good things in it. What's your hmm. best advice about how to make that shift? Um, well, the first thing is if you feel this emotion, and you feel like crying or you feel like screaming, do it. Get the emotion out. It's totally normal and and completely understandable. And also know you're not alone. I mean, 33 million people have have filed for unemployment. So 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 know that and that this you're not a bad person. You just you just had a bad thing happen to you. That doesn't make you bad. Try not to take that personally. And look at, look at the, the problem. Okay, I can't pay my rent. Don't hide from that. Talk to your landlord or your property manager or your mortgage, your banker. Talk to people about it. There, there is, is support out there. You are not alone. There is no shame in this at all. So everything, is, everything has a solution. So the solution might be, well, let's just defer this for a while. Let's just move this. I'm going to set the intention to, to pay what I can and know that I'm, I'm, you know, I want to honor my debts. I'm a person who honors my debts and that if it just takes a little longer to pay off this debt, then, then that's okay. And just sort of breathe through that and let that come in. And, but the biggest takeaway is you are definitely not alone and there's so much support out there. Yeah, I I would like to talk more about the shame question because I don't think there's any shame in it and I don't think people are feeling shamed. Mm-hmm. I think that they're feeling hurt. I think they're feeling downtrodden. I think they're feeling that bigger things have prevailed over their plans or their their needs and they're feeling lost. Mm-hmm. I, I question whether or not they're feeling much shame uh, because... Who could have prepared for this? I think right. you, everybody can be very clear that you couldn't have prepared for this. You know, maybe you think it would have been better if I had more money in the bank. I understand that part. <laughs> but right. but I don't think there's anything shameful at all about this. And I, I don't really think that that's going to be a prevalent emotion for people. I think they're going to be a little more angry, a little more resentful, a little more, um, why is this happening to me? And that, from that piece, then we can talk about, hey, happening to you and 33 other million people. However, being part of 33 million people doesn't help a bit 
when you're sitting at home alone with a pile of bills and the bills are much bigger than the bank account. And so it's proactive stance that you're suggesting. And I think that's what we can take from what you said is, okay, I may not be able to do something about all of it, but I can do something about this corner of it. I can take this step. You know, I I just got a new piece of equipment for my studio. And it's sort of similar to that, Diane, because it came with instructions that are written in, you know, like one sixteenth of an inch high directions that you you gotta get a magnifying glass to read. And then there's a missing part. And then there is ambiguity in the instructions. And so what I'm finding is I've been putting this thing together now for three days. On an average time that would have taken me like thirty minutes. But three days because oh golly this is a bigger job than I thought when there are other things asking for my attention. And basically on a feeling level, on an emotional level, there are many things that we're not even talking about that are fighting for our attention. So when we don't feel like doing something, when we read on Facebook, like early on, I was really annoyed. Somebody put something on Facebook, I don't know, the first two weeks of of the lockdown. And it said, now, if you don't write a book, develop a new business, get a better model, it's not that you don't have any ambition. It is that you don't have any discipline. Oh, Diana was all over that in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. Like, how dare you do that? How dare you be the person who's shaming people in suggesting this, right? Right. This, that is part of the reason where I think the shame comes from, because what, what I've experienced with my clients and my audience is a, is a level of shame. And yes, of course, they're angry and they're mad and who could have predicted this? But there's that little part in the back of the subconscious that says, how could you let this happen? How could I have let this happen? Why wasn't I better? Why wasn't I planning ahead? You know, why, why is it working for some people and it's not working for me? And that little voice and that, that breaks down to the lowest emotion on the emotion scale, which is shame. And we do that to ourselves, not consciously. It's not conscious, but there is this underlying layer of shame. And the anger and the frustration and all of that is, is, is what's prevalent and how we're expressing it. But there is that little piece down there that makes you feel makes us feel a little less than when we're in a situation and we see other people. I saw the same thing, Roberta, and I had the same feeling like, okay, that's, that's completely wrong to be doing that. That might work for you, but don't be telling the world that they need to be writing, you know, their next book or their first book or, you know, creating, um, a new masterpiece when the, the rug got pulled out from under them and, and, so many um, variables are going on in their lives that are different than they than they ever thought possible that that they would ever be dealing with homeschooling and and families all living together and working together in the same environment and and no place to go you can't even go outside you couldn't you couldn't go to the park or you couldn't go to the beach you know they were it was it, it's devastating really devastating so I, I agree with you on that. And I think that there is 
those emotions, but I do think that there is a piece of shame in there too. There's a little bit of it underlying. At least that's what I've observed in, in my work. Yeah, yeah, well, there may there may well be. I mean, there's going to be some people that are going to feel that way for sure. Yeah. I think it's really important, though, for everybody to kind of... And you talk about intentional living. And what do you consider to be a hallmark of intentional living? The hallmark of intentional living is based on not letting the outside circumstances, people, or experiences even COVID, identify um, who you are, how you feel, and the way you want to live. That intentionally living means you are the one with the power and you get to decide that for yourself. So setting intentions is an integral part of of my day and it's what I uh, teach my clients to do. And it's about taking that power. So you can either be responding to the world and the environment and what's happening, or you can, um, uh, or reacting to it, or you can be taking control of it. And so um, no one has control of your mind, you know, of you being able to decide those things. So setting intentions, really intentionally living is, um, this is how I want to feel today. This is how I want to show up in my relationships. This is how I want to show up with my health and wellness. This is how I want to show up with my business. And so don't, don't let it be that you are, are the person who is responding to something else. Decide how you want to be the responder in your life. And the reactor in your I life. think you brought a really good distinction there, Diane, because sometimes people will talk to me about intentional living or setting intentions and everything, and they miss the little kernel that you just brought up, which is what is within your control you can set an intention for? Who do I want to be? How do I live my values? How do I want to respond to situations? Uh, what is the face that I put on myself on the world? And do I enjoy that because it demonstrates my integrity with my values? Those are things that we can set an intention about because they're at 100% in our control. And the other things may be desires, but our intention is over ourselves that I'm, I'm deciding on this direction, right? I'm deciding this is who I am. This is how I express. And I, ten, I intend to stick with that. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I intend to see, like I said earlier, the gifts in this situation, the gifts in my life, you know, uh, you know, law of relativity, you know, relative, your life is frustrating or um, angry or difficult or whatever the, you know, the adjective you want to use to describe your life right now, um, relative to other people, could it be worse? Sure. It really, it really could. So being able to, to, to find that gratitude and the gift for all the big things and all the little things that you have to be grateful for too. So set the intention to, to look through, through different lenses with your eyes at 
the gifts and and the blessings in your life right now. You know, hey, we woke up today. We have breath in our lungs, right? We are healthy and well. 153,000 people didn't wake up today, but we did. If that's not a wake up call, I don't know what is. And especially with everything that's going on, so it's a, it's it's kind of a good chance to go. Wow, am I blessed and lucky to be alive? I'm blessed and lucky to have this happening. I'm blessed and lucky to be inside so I can go inside within myself to decide, you know, what's working in my life and what isn't. What would I like to change? And uh, what would I like to do differently? And I'm not going to put things off anymore and do the someday and one day or the when then because I've, I've experienced this right now and everything out there that I took for granted unintentionally, but took for granted that got taken away. Now I really appreciate it. I'm going to be making different decisions in my life and I'm going to be living a whole lot more intentionally because of it. Well, I think the name of your book and the name of your podcast kind of says it all. I have today, like, let's be here now, as Ram Dass would say. I can't do very much about tomorrow um, because I'm not there yet. But what I can do is I can bring a particular point of view, a particular attitude to today, and I can have some control over what I do and say and what I think. And that's what allows me to feel like I'm on my right path, that I am creating some personal power. I think understanding personal power is a a big thing because it's never power over. It's understanding that you have the power to manage all of this (laughs) in the best way possible from the inside out. And that's where your personal power lies. And, you know, I think about people um, in toxic relationships right now who are at home with their emotional abusers or yes. their children that are at home and they're watching the abuse in a situation between the parents and then they're feeling the abuse and they're totally caught, totally caught in, I have to survive. And I don't like this. What do I do? Because I can't walk out. I'm a child. (laughs) And for many people right now, of course, in my practice, and I have people all over the world, and I know it's happening everywhere, is this is the time to be preparing for what you're going to do. Because maybe you can't get out of it right now. The courts are a little limited. There's a lot of things you can't do. Maybe you can't see your attorney. They're only taking emergent issues. But you can be preparing for the life you most want from where you are right now. And this living up close and personal with people who do not have your best interest at heart is a really big deal. Yes. And you learn that. Have you ever been anywhere near a toxic relationship, Diane? Oh, well, my own relationship was, my marriage was... um, verbally yeah it was it was not not abusive but it was uh, verbally verbally abusive yes um that still counts that's still abusive oh yeah Mm -hmm. yes yeah Uh, so yes i've had experience with that and so when um, you're being inundated with you know am am i going to hear something that is going to be intended to tear me down or put me down or wear me down that's an exhausting way to live, isn't it? It is an exhausting way to live. And it's, it's, it's even to the level of 
Um, it doesn't have to even be so quote unquote abusive. It's just, you know, that underlying narcissism that's there. You, you set the intention to go back into your home and have a peaceful experience and it's just not happening. It doesn't matter how many times you try. It's just not happening. So yes, I can relate to that very, very much. So, and my heart goes out to all of you, all of you. Well, I I always ask my guests about that because when you really understand that a lot of us develop our work as a result of our experiences and it allows us to have a greater understanding of what's really going on for other humans and to bring that compassion and that, hey, there's a way away from that and you can follow it. So that's what I hear you offering to people too is saying, no, no matter what it is you don't like, how about making this right turn here and saying, I think I'll go in a direction that says, what would positively affect my life that I can have power over within? And let's start there because none of us are going to be able to take down the roadblocks or the signs that tell us that we can't go and lie on the beach. We can though in our minds say, I I remember being at the beach. We can have that experience that's within ourselves. And, you know, maybe that example will be quickly over, and I hope it is. But this may be a good practice time for getting rid of the perpetual point of view and choosing a new one. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe just waking up to, oh, I could think about that differently. And let's think too, like, I could make some maybe small decisions that would move me in a better point of view. I don't have to make the all or nothing decisions right now, but I could make small daily decisions in the spirit of I have today. What would that look like? Oh my gosh. I have so much to say about this. Um, It's so true. And you, you know, this, we've heard this thoughts become things. Your every thought that you have, matters you are we are attractors in this universe of and world of law of attraction this we are attractors so set the intention that when a thought comes in that isn't serving you and you don't want that thought you know especially start let me give you a small step first thing in the day as soon as you open your eyes lay in your bed for a moment in gratitude and appreciation. First of all, that you woke up. Second of all, that you got a bed to sleep in. You know how many people in the world never know that. And that third of all, you have today. You have this moment right now. And just taking a few deep breaths. And I would say this, I'm big on mantras. I'm big on meditations, affirmations. I would say this, why does this day keep getting better and better? Now there's no, there's nothing tied to that, but you have just set an intention and put it out to the universe that this day is going to get better and better. Okay. Your, your, you know, spouse who's abusive, he didn't, you know, you're not involving anybody in, in the situation. What you're doing is you're just generically doing that and setting that intention for you in a really powerful way. It's one of the most powerful tools I have. Why does this day keep getting better better and better? Why does this week keep getting better and better? Why does this year keep getting better and better? Why does my life keep getting better and better? So set that intention. And even if it's uncomfortable, 
and you don't feel that or believe that right away, that's okay. Still say it. And so that is something so simple to start your day that way. Start the day in gratitude. I know it gets overplayed, but you can't, you can't, we can't negate the fact that gratitude does expand. Appreciation appreciates. It just does. So being able to do that when you first wake up, it's the most powerful time of the day to do that, to set that intention and set the intention. Why does this day keep getting better and better? Make that a new habit. That's one little thing that you could do right now today. Okay, great. So let me ask a question. Yes. The use of the word why. What makes that more powerful than simply saying this day keeps getting better and better? Well, it's a technique I learned from my friend, Noah St. John, who does uh, wrote a book called Affirmations, and uh, a few other people that I know, a friend of mine, Brian Ridgway, who does quantum questions, starting with the why. Why puts the, the subconscious into solution-seeking mode. Now, the, the subconscious brain is going to work to find ways to make your day better and better. So if you just say, my day keeps getting better and better. You don't believe that. You really don't believe that. But if you put the why in front of it and pose it as a question, the subconscious goes to work to figure out the solution for it. It creates, uh, you know, it fires up the RAS, the reticular activating system in the, in the brain. Yes. Okay. It's powerful. Yeah. Well, I think it, it probably was on um, people's minds, like Yes. What makes that an important distinction? So just wanted to cover that. So we have the ability to make this tiny change, just like Diane says, start in the morning. Now, if you're really interested in what Diane's having to say and you want to learn more, you can go to dianeforster.com. That's D-I-A-N-E, one N, E on the end, F-O-R-S-T-E-R, F-O-R. S-T-E-R.com. So dianeforster.com. And tell us about your book. Oh, my book is called I Have Today, Find Your Passion, Purpose, and Smile Finally. And that is available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble. And um, it's, it's a great, it shares my story of my own reinvention, how I got out of that that toxic relationship and completely reinvented my life to be doing what I'm doing now. And I teach you a three-step process on, on how to live the I have today way, what that really means to allow you to stay centered and aligned and empowered each and every day. So I, I love the fact that you tell your story about the toxic relationship because that allows people to say, Oh, she knows what I'm going through. And that's yes. so important. You know, that's why I'm always telling my people, hey, I was raised as this only child in a home with two hijackal parents. I know what you're going through. Of course, yes. you're going to attract a hijackal mate. I did. I know what yeah. it is to choose one, live with one, find out, divorce one, co-parent with one. I know about that. And so it, it's important that when my guests are talking about it, that we bring out that little piece that hey, they've already been there. They've been in your shoes and they've learned a few things in their journey away and in the reconstruction of their life in all these valuable ways. So this is really great information, Diane. Thank you so much for bringing it to us today. 
Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me, Roberta. Yes, and Diane has a gift for you. It's called the Free Money Mantra Meditation. And you can go to her website. Remember, Diane with one N and an E, Forrester, F-O-R-S-T-E-R.com slash money mantra. And that's available. Everything's in the show notes for you. You don't have to write it all down. Just go and have a look at the show notes and you'll find it all. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. I'm always here for you. You know that. If you want to talk with me about your toxic relationship with a parent, partner, ex, sibling, coworker, friend, I'm always here. Just go to beaclient.com for my introductory offer. And you know you can find me at 4, F-O-R, Relationship Help, H-E-L-P, Com. And of course, that's all in the show notes too. So you know what I'm going to say because I say it at the end of every single show because it is so important. Treat yourself well. Treat yourself so well. Take good care of yourself because you're precious and you matter. And this is so important to remember. And in this time when maybe things are just a little more pressured, take very good care of yourself. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon.